0: Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that has ever existed. A very spooky podcast on the Lughole Network, and this week I am bringing you the rest of my conversation with Rory Patrick about Halloween songs. We are about two weeks away from Halloween, I believe, and Halloween weekend. I'm actually going to be moving into my new apartment, so I couldn't think of a better episode to uh, come out. (laughs) You know, of course it's the it's the Halloween season. It's October, and me and Rory had a great chat about Halloween, and scary songs, and things we love about Halloween, and Halloween memories, and things that really conjure up that spooky Halloween spirit in the best possible way. Um, last week, we talked about all sorts of stuff, like um, and Jay Hawkins, I Put a Spell on You, Ice Nine Kills, It Is the End, all sorts of stuff, and we last left off talking about the Ghostbusters theme song, which uh, I don't know if I've ever talked about it on this podcast, but that is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love things that are a little bit scary, so it's a great talk. I highly, you know, recommend you tune in for the whole thing. Rory, you know. We run through so many Halloween songs in this, so if you don't hear, if you if you look in the episode description and you don't see your favorite Halloween song, just keep listening because we might mention it and get into it a little bit. But before I play you the rest of our conversation, uh, follow Rory on social media. He's at Rory Patrick Comics on instagram uh that's comics with an x so uh c-o-m-i-x at the end of rory patrick follow me on all my socials i'm james p crowley on instagram and tiktok james p crowley 68 on twitter uh you can follow the podcast on instagram james crowley's infinite playlist um i'm sure there will be lots of cool records playing once i'm in the new apartment so keep an eye out for that um maybe i'll even post some content about like going through the record player going through records that i'm bringing with me records that i'm gonna leave at my childhood home all sorts of stuff but um yeah let's uh just get right into it stay in your seats and prepare to be scared
1: Absolutely.
0: well let's keep on rolling along into my next pick which was "Gorgor" by guar mm-hmm. um yeah. <smart noise> Once I hit Ice Nine Kills, I figured I'm just going to do the Halloween bands mm-hmm. uh, straight through. And I figured there's not a more Halloween-y band than Guar. Just kind of very over the top, very silly.
1: You mm-hmm. know, kind of has
0: that B-rate, B- B-movie sort of feel while just being fun.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: guess B-movie has. But like, you know, can kind of like bang your head about it's about a giant t-rex from outer space (laughs) um you know which like isn't necessarily what comes to mind with halloween although now a lot of people get those t-rex costumes and Mm -hmm. oh i've seen that run around they're very fun um but i just always think if there's gonna be a band i want to listen to on halloween it's guar
2: i don't listen to a bunch of i haven't listened to a bunch of guar um You know, when you're talking about Halloween bands, the other ones that came to mind is, like, clearly Kiss is another thing that you you think of. And maybe Gorillaz, you know, they have, like... Uh, Yeah, uh,
0: I can see that.
2: Yeah. Uh, This is another one where... uh, Another from a concept album uh where it's called america must be destroyed and it was inspired by them having a big uh prosthetic penis that got them uh outlawed from north carolina or something like that (laughs) Cuddlefish of cthulhu was the name of the penis um so yeah it's uh it's a fun song and another fun music video too where it does have that um you know that godzilla um i forget the toho uh you know type feel to that you know knocking over uh, cardboard
0: buildings and stuff like that yeah um and it's funny you mentioned that it's a concept album i'd say guar like a concept band well yeah yeah because <laughs> you know everything they do is like within their lore um and apparently dave grohl was almost in it oh, wow. like would be that was like a recent headline making rounds where like when he lived in Washington, D.C., it was like, oh, yeah, we uh, he, they asked me to join Guar and I was starting to design a costume. I'm like, imagine if Dave Grohl was the guy that got kicked out of Guar and not the guy that was in Nirvana. Nirvana. And, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's a it's a crazy uh, butterfly flaps his wings type moment.
0: Uh,
2: yeah. With this song, I thought, are you familiar with the Buzzcocks? Because the drum beat is very similar to a song called Moving Away from the Pulse Beat by the Buzzcocks.
0: I don't um, know that song, but I can kind of, I can kind of yeah. hear what you mean. I know, I know a handful of Buzzcocks songs.
2: Yeah, it's a well, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, anytime I can find who's ripping off the Buzzcocks, I, I always point <laughs> that out I'm like, there's so many. Uh, okay, that Buzzcock songs, that's what the Pixies did, that's what the Strokes did, you know, and just
0: like, yeah, uh, they so, were so um, influential.
2: Yeah, uh, and speaking of killer dinosaurs, um, I would say like out of all the scary movies I've seen as a kid the scariest movie I ever saw in the theaters was easily the first Jurassic park. Oh Like yeah. I had the, I was so 93, I was eight. And uh, I literally like in the last part where the Raptors going to the kitchen scene to get the kids, I was doing the cartoonish, like watching it through my fingers. It's, like
0: It's a horror movie yeah. at that point yeah. that, that and like the scene when the T-Rex first, like, you know, you see the eye looking in the car are They're very or much water. like, yeah, yeah. It like has that sort of tense build where, you know, it, you know, that's just as on par with like something out of Halloween.
2: <laughs> yeah, and uh, this is another song I have to be careful playing around my two year old because Gorgor is a fun thing to shout for a little two year old. You know, just, Gorgor, Gorgor. <laughs> you can- you can get that so this is a, a good good
0: song to introduce your kids
2: to guar to i'd say
0: yeah you know the the, the child-friendly guar songs except the mm-hmm. you know the take the child and chomping jaws <laughs> lines or the bastard son you know, whatever yeah, yeah you'll you'll have your two-year-old screaming my <laughs> bastard son yeah
2: uh, uh there's also a guy in the music video with a uh, a gold dollar sign necklace, which is a great look. I, it's a it's never <laughs> going a style. I feel like maybe one Halloween I'll, I'll pull off that look, the uh, dollar gold necklace sign. You know, <laughs>
0: I've I've done that for a couple of costumes in the past, <laughs> um, but yeah. But anyway, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which. I think was your vampire song um, Bullet with Butterfly Wings by the Smashing Pumpkins The world is a vampire
2: another important question to ask you right off the bat what's your thoughts on billy corgan's
0: voice so i depending on the context i like it i like it here (laughs) i've had times that i found it annoying um Mm -hmm. but when he when the songs are good and like he does it right i enjoy it
2: yeah i mean people get really set off by it but i mean i mean i i wouldn't say it's that much crazier than like i don't know, getty lee or colin malloy or anything yeah. like that like
0: it's um, i also listen to bands like the mountain I, goats and the hold steady who you know yeah, people have true. told me yeah. like yeah the song's kind of cool and i like the words but i don't like the vocals <laughs> right
2: so uh this is a twofer because we also get pumpkins in here as yes. well um so uh this song i picked because like this was probably the first like Pop song that scared me as a kid because Uh this was like this was a pop hit on the radio like so it would be playing in between like hootie and the blowfish songs it's like like, i only want to be with you and up next the world is a vampire (laughs) (laughs) um you know i know this is again we're doing surface level reading but i know this is full of like biblical references and job and jesus and all that stuff but uh I don't know. It just, uh, it has that classic, uh, nineties angst that I grew up with. And I ended up like, it's, that's why I love Halloween. Because some things that scare you, you end up like loving. So I'm, a, I'm oh, yeah. still wanna. I'm still following the smashing pumpkins. I wouldn't call me myself a fan, like, or like a diehard fan, but I'm always just seeing what they're up to and whatever. When In- they Cohered do something, blog,
0: you check it out.
2: Yeah. Whenever incoherent blog post Billy Corgan's writing, I, <laughs> I try to read the first thing. things. saying like, I have no idea where this guy is going, but, uh, <laughs> You know, it's, uh, so that's why I I picked this one for them.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, this is kind of like you said, it's classic 90s angst. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, I think by the time I first heard this song, you know, it was like, it was like years after the fact that it was popular, but I remember hearing it for the first time and, you know, I used to skip it because I would just hear the world is a vampire. And then I was like, I don't want to hear that. At that point in time, I was like, I'm not, I don't like this guy's voice. But then like I went and I revisited it or like it came on at a party and I was like, Oh, this rule <laughs> what, was it
2: a halloween party or was it just a uh it,
0: i think it was just like a regular like someone at the ox cord, like yeah just like hanging out drinking listening to angsty mm-hmm. music and i'm like oh this is amazing yeah. and like you know like you said it's classic angst you know you know even though it has all the biblical references and mm-hmm. you know allusions to other things you know you can't argue with a line like despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. Right. You know? Well, this is like 90s... a suicidal tendencies song.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh well that's is what the nineties were about is like,
2: despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. Like he's talking about like he's being rich and famous, but still being confined. And this is like uh, is this where the '90s were, where all these like movies were about being too rich and successful? Was it bad mm-hmm. to have everything you want? I'm like, oh God, I wish I could live there again. But like movies, like you know, like Fight Club or American Beauty mm-hmm. or even like rom-coms like Family Man and Jerry Maguire were all about these rich, successful people like, they were still unsatisfied in life. Like, no, you know, you you didn't know what was
0: coming up. Things (laughs) were going to get so much worse. This is what the boomers
2: complained about back, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And it's, uh, yeah, I I kill for, you know, let's people see office space and they're like, they're now like, (laughs) why is this guy complaining about having a steady job? You know, like, I, you know,
0: yeah, so. I need to watch Office Space. Yeah, that,
2: it's it's really, really funny, a great movie, but also it's like people would kill for, you know, career stability. So oh, yeah. yeah.
0: It, it is like one of those funny things that's interesting to look back on. And like, I've been listening to a lot of people like discussing thing, things like Fight Club now where they're <laughs> like, yeah, this has aged, people being like this is still a great movie but it's aged very differently than it did when i first saw it you know where i probably saw fight club for the first time like 10 years ago or so and just Mm -hmm. even in that time i've gone from being like this is the greatest movie ever made and not Mm -hmm. getting it to now i'm like i still enjoy it but like i'm like oh i get it now
2: Yeah it's it's those are, that's the hallmark of a good movie It's something that like sticks with you and changes with you you know and it's just like um I feel like we're talking about a ton of movies you know <laughs> but, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh it's uh yeah that's a it's something that just sticks with you i remember being a little like I remember watching Fight Club the first time and not getting in, just being like, oh, this, this would never happen. And I'm like, oh, my God, this
0: happens all the time. you know. <laughs> like, you <laughs> now know it's like, like, oh, I totally <laughs> watching it now. You're like, oh, yeah, exactly. I totally get how that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: uh, for my other vampire songs, I don't have a, a long list. There's a ton of vampire songs, so I just narrowed yeah. it down. I love uh it's, it's just a silly song. I didn't have much to say about it, but it's called Avias for Vampire by Power Man 5000. And that goes, B is for vampire, B is for blood. (laughs) That's all you need to know. It's a great song. As well as um, talking about another movie, Dracula's Lament from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's uh, from the uh, puppeteer Jason Segel, Dracula, doing the Dracula voice. Great. (laughs) Uh, Didn't know if I could talk much about it. It's only like, you know, a minute and a half, but it's a good, good vampire song.
0: Definitely. Uh, one I'd like to throw in there is, um, there's a song called Vampire Breath by a band called Dr. Acula. Um, <laughs> and it's just a bunch of guys chanting along with a drum beat, I want to suck your blood, <laughs> just over and over again.
2: It's uh, it's all you need, you know? It's like uh, Around the World by Daft Punk, but just, you know, Dracula vibe.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um... Well, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was Hocus Pocus by the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fuck you, wicked clowns We're like the same with t- Bunch, you get a two-liter winner, and when
0: who um are a band i've gone full circle and i may not love a lot of their music but uh i respect the hell out of this band <laughs> um and it comes to the end of the killer clown section of my playlist um <laughs> what oh oh uh, uh, I, I was gonna say have
2: you like because i mentioned you mentioned songs that you had put on your playlist before have you on any of your podcasts mentioned ICP before?
0: I don't, I'm sure that I've mentioned them. I don't know if I've ever included one. uh, Okay. So this is a first. Yeah. So this is a definite first. Um, And I like the admittedly in that sort of like Chuck Closterman way. I like the idea of the insane clown posse more than I like the band. Um, (laughs) But I, I do think the great Milenko is kind of a good album. (laughs) You know, maybe not a great album, but I think, like, in terms of what it is and the idea of, like, setting up the mythology of the Insane Clown Posse, it's incredibly important and fun. Um, And I think that just kind of, like, having... A song like this, you know, it is just like a goofy, dumb, fun. Like, if I'm gonna have a Halloween party, this is like totally appropriate to throw on.
2: Oh, I I agree. Now, like, I on it, like, I've never ever heard an insane clown posse song before. Uh,
0: I'm it's sorry.
2: Just, it's not <laughs> been in my no, no. Don't apologize, but it's just like something that like there's been so much hype. Uh, it just was not in my like my peripheral, not in my yeah. like world back when they were popular and you know i've never it's like it's so there's so much hype that i don't think i could even give this a fair review it's like if someone never heard of donald trump
0: before it's like, and then it's, like <laughs> it's like where do I'm i like, start
2: yeah exactly it's like you I, have to watch a
0: weird mid-season episode of the apprentice
2: yeah it, it, it how can you form a fair opinion on something that people are so either in love with or absolutely hate, you know? Uh, But like you said about like the great Malenko, like, yeah, I was just trying to read uh, like the genius lyrics of this and I'm learning. Like I'm learning all the mythology of the, of the, it's um, like um, a whole thing. Like the Southwest Voodoo, the Joker cards, the, all the Detroit gangs, they reference. And uh, I, all I know is I've learned it and I can't unlearn it now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. If,
0: if you like Chuck Klosterman, I rec- I recommend this book so much. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's called You don't know me, but you don't like me by Nathan Mm -hmm. Raven, and he did a year where he was following ICP and Fish Mm -hmm. around, (laughs) and he just like compared their two fan bases, and neither of those are really bands that I feel strongly about, but like, Mm -hmm. well, I I do now because I'm a diehard like ICP defender, but (laughs) (laughs) like it, it, his analysis of them made me get. A little bit more into both of those bands. Yeah, I think there was it a costume or someone else did an essay about seeing a
2: Nickelback and a
0: Creed concert. Yes, in one it's way, very but, similar to that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I again, I didn't, uh, I didn't hate this song. Uh, I like, I like that it references. I like Hocus Pocus. It reminds me of the movie. Yeah you know. The, so it's, uh, it's uh, having been alive and listening to music in 1997. It definitely sounds like 1997 <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> uh, there's there's parts in the chorus where people were talking over ch- uh, each other which kind of like is something that like weezer did a lot like with undone and el scorcho yeah. like, we we're just kind of like talking over the chorus uh so i never thought i'd compare weezer and insane composty but hey this is why you do your podcast my friends
0: so, <laughs> well i'm i'm glad that i got you to listen to your first icp song and hey, who knows and- maybe Yes. maybe by next halloween you'll be a full-fledged juggalo. yes yeah probably <laughs> um
2: i can't i can't judge someone else's weird hobby or obsession i'm like, oh, yeah. i'm spending money on weird comic books and basketball and non-fungible tokens like what, what do i, what can <laughs> I do? <laughs>
0: um it it is fun i like i'm dying to see an icp show that's uh, i've thought about going to the gathering every now and then but um i don't know if i could convince myself to spend 10 days in the woods in like Mm -hmm. ohio wherever they do it yeah one of these days i want to get invited to perform there as a comedian um so i see if icp happens to hear this violet j shaggy too dope i would love to perform at the gathering um Uh, and if they happen to hear this i'll say uh keep up the good work boys
2: (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, let's I mean, keep... I feel like there's there, there's someone I don't want on their on my their bad side. I feel like that would be more trouble for me than it's worth. So,
0: yeah. Have you, do you know Joe DeRosa Rosa, the comedian? Uh, yes, yeah. He has a joke on one of his albums about performing at the Gathering of the Juggalos, <laughs> and um, it sounds terrifying. But granted, <laughs> he did it like I think 15 years ago, so I like to think that maybe it's maybe like you know they've upscaled. You know, go all music festivals were kind of rinky-dink things at mm-hmm. one point, and now they're a multi-million-dollar industry. <laughs> so um, I like to think maybe the ICP has sold out a little bit.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Spo-
2: sponsored by fago
0: <laughs> exactly uh let's keep on rolling along into your next pick which was lose your soul by dead man's bones.
2: So this is a concept album, um, okay. and basically this whole album is a one-off by uh, Ryan Gosling, uh,
0: the actor. Oh, okay. I had no idea.
2: Right, yeah. So this was, uh, he was inspired by Disney's Haunted Mansion
0: to, uh, okay.
2: to write all these songs. So it kind of sounds like, because like, this is the type of music I am, if, the, if your indie 2000s band scored the Haunted Mansion, you know this is what it would yeah. sound like the whole album um and he's so it's ryan gosling backed up with the silver lake children's choir yes
0: and i it gives it an eerie feel
2: oh there's nothing scarier than children singing yeah. my god <laughs> <laughs> it's uh those little voices so they're <laughs> yeah um you know i feel like this is a great like start to halloween night type song um, yeah I mean, you know it's got like the repetitive claps the creepy children and like i I don't have too much to say like uh but it the whole album i could have picked any song there's songs like uh my body's a zombie for you and the room where you sleep it's it's just a it's a great vibe that you you just put on the whole album
0: and let it go for your halloween party it's good mood music yes yeah 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 that was kind of that kind of summed it up like like you said you know it just kind of really like sets the mood um, mm-hmm. it's funny i have a disney episode coming up and i have a haunted mansion theme song from that and like i think that there's nothing that kind of like encapsulates the fun of halloween more than the haunted mansion mm-hmm.
2: have you been to disney world and on the haunted mansion
0: yeah when i was when i was very young oh okay
2: yeah, I had Grim Grinning Ghosts on my short list as well, yes. too. That's uh, a, it's a great song. But yeah, this is just uh, like I said, it's it's your like my zeros bands that I've been referencing all the time, like Arcade Fire, The National, all those all those people you'd read about and uh, meet me in the bathroom. This is if they got together and decided to make spooky music for one album.
0: Oh, you know, definitely.
2: that's uh, <laughs> this is what this sounds like. So yeah. It- uh,
0: i it's funny now that i'm just like looking at the genius page because as right after you mentioned ryan gosling i scrolled down and saw like oh yeah his name is listed like three times i should have like (laughs) caught that he went by the moniker baby goose for this uh for this album (laughs) that like kind of that like sounds like a character ryan gosling would play in a movie yeah yeah
2: He's uh, you know, uh, he's a guy I came around on. There was a few movies in the beginning of his career, I'm like, ah, you know, screw this pretty boy, but uh I you know, he's uh
0: he's impressive. <laughs> he's an impressive. Admittedly, I don't I don't know. He was in La La Land, right? Right. Yeah. I think that's the only movie I've seen of his. <laughs> like I know who he is, I know like what he looks like, but I'm mm-hmm. like, that's the only movie I think I've seen. Yeah, I, I don't know his filmography
2: at the top, uh, but uh, he's in a lot. Of, he's in. I mean, the last thing I remember him seeing, seeing him in was First Man, which was by also by the director of La La Land, Damien Chazelle. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I, I thought that movie was all right, but I, it was about uh, Neil Armstrong landing on the moon, and it was like, I was like, man, that's like they watch Hidden Figures, and we're like, well, just to let you know, white guys helped get to the moon too. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyway, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick which was Daywalker by Machine Gun Kelly and Kors.
1: You hated what he said, right? Beat his ass, leave him at the stoplight. I know you want to change, but nobody's around, so kick him again while he's on the ground. y'all never be the same. I want to know if I tell you a secret, will you keep it? I need someone to blame. And I see somebody talking with a mouth that's full of teeth I want to break. Fright,
0: fright, 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 fright.
1: Fight, 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 fight Yeah, yeah they tried to kill me in the rain Tried to let me down and so I dug and ran away But it got up to my face Now so i fucking catch a kiss
0: which i should say i picked this before machine gun kelly had his recent falling out with slipknot
2: okay Um,
0: and i'm team slipknot um but um i don't this corpse i really picked the song for corpse because he's Mm -hmm. one of my favorite modern artists um, I think what he does for kind of like punk and rap is very interesting. I think he has a very distinctive voice and I think he has a very good voice for Halloween because it is very like deep and haunting and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like lures you in, in like a seductive sort of way. Um, but I also feel like just overall of his whole discography, this is probably the, the more, the most like horror themed of his songs. Mhm. Well, I mean, yeah, it's called uh Daywalker,
2: but it's just more uh like I guess like which I guess is like a vampire reference as well yeah. too. Uh but I I guess it's more just like uh a revenge uh the quiet kid in class type song
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> it kind of is i didn't i wasn't thinking of that but yeah i guess it kind of it does have that it does have like that straight
2: the strings that's very uh reminds me of a psycho you know like uh yeah i think the uh,
0: instrumental kind of has that classic horror movie feel to it mm-hmm. uh, um oh god
2: Oh yeah, uh, I, this is definitely the most recent song we have on here I'm not like, I think I picked the oldest songs on here This is yeah. uh, a Capitol Hill riot reference in it. it does
0: <laughs> um, uh, Yeah, sorry, continue Oh no, I like I said, I just kind of think like I think the delivery of this is very kind of In there where even Machine Gun Kelly Where he's like whispering and stuff Kind of right. like adds to that sort of like telling a story By like you know someone like someone in a horror movie warning you about something
2: right yeah i mean the video is is good too it's i usually yes. don't watch videos but i i was watching this it was again very creepy and just fit the theme it wasn't as uh it wasn't as tongue-in-cheek as the ice nine kills video but uh no. <laughs> still, again, it's still uh just uh just 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 playing with these horror tropes over the years and just uh creating something uh kind of just uh scary and new you know just taking what's been done before making it uh you know translating it for this generation not my old my old fart self so
0: (laughs) yeah i i end up thinking a lot i think that like corpse this is this is gonna come out as higher praise than it's worth (laughs) but i think he could be something like the 2021 version of like a vincent price (laughs) um because he he has that sort of like deep iconic uh, not iconic but like he has that sort of like deep instantly recognizable voice and he kind of got his start just kind of like making videos on youtube where he was just telling scary stories with this deep voice Mm
2: -hmm.
0: which like i you know if i could choose just him telling a scary story i totally would um Mm -hmm. but you know just having that sort of like very like bassy baritone has something that's kind of like like 1950s like campy horror about it
2: yeah i could see
0: that i don't really know much about him and i was uh, again
2: i'm i'm too old i'm reading this and i'm like ah oh, you know so this is an anonymous youtube celebrity i'm <laughs> uh, the thing about that sentence but i'm like okay it's, you know i grew up with the gorillas you know and they're, it's <laughs> yeah kind of similar, you know but uh uh yeah it was it, it's just an interesting thing i'll have to keep a, a lookout for more corpse uh and i i know you had a like you talked about machine guns kelly's falling out i'm like there's so many comedians i know who have strong opinions one way or the other about machine gun kelly i'm like i am <laughs> in my mid-30s and i just hope this guy is uh having a good time so
0: <laughs> it, it i think it's just because he's dating megan fox and yeah. like you know everyone kind of i feel like everyone kind of of a certain age you know kind of is like i wish i could date megan fox (laughs) you know i like i I like machine gun kelly a little bit but like he does make himself hard to like well i just saw jennifer's body with megan fox to get myself in the
2: halloween mood as well too that's a pretty solid very um uh kind of like interesting that it was done in 2009 because it it touches on a lot of like uh, sexual assault subjects that are like became yeah. very prominent over the last three or four years that they were they weren't telling these stories and given Megan Fox's actual career is very uh, prescient You know.
0: So. Yeah, I've been meaning to revisit that because I probably haven't seen it since it came out. But yeah. like, you know, I've I've have so many friends that are like, oh no, it holds up. So <laughs>
2: it's 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 uh, it's Diablo Cody. So there's a bit of a tongue yeah. in cheekness to it, little camp to it, but it, it's a pretty good movie.
0: Definitely. Let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was Conversation 16 by the National.
1: You never believe the shitty thoughts I think. We are friends out for dinner. When I said what I said, I didn't mean anything. We belong in a movie. Try to hold it together till our friends are gone. We should swim in a fountain. Do not want to disappoint anyone Now we'll leave the silver six All the silver girls Give gave us black dreams Leave the silver sets To all the silver girls Everything means everything I was afraid I'd eat yours
0: right yeah wait uh, so I, were, I, oh i was just gonna say this is probably my favorite song like off of your list <laughs> because i love the nationals so much uh
2: yeah this is um peak peak 2010 of like uh you know kind of their sound and stuff like that and you're talking about scary deep voices i feel like yeah. uh berringer matt berringer just is like that kind of just like like he'll very lure you in and then like knock you over the head with a yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> definitely. yeah. it's one of those like it's so funny, just kind of like it's it's very funny that early on you were talking about how this isn't. Uh, how like you know we're interpreting everything literally because like listening to this when I was listening through I was like oh no this is like a pretty like spooky sounding song in general before Mm -hmm. you get to the certain part and I'm like and then overall it's kind of you know that metaphorical sort of like I'm a monster sort of song Mm -hmm. you know
2: yeah, he tells, he, he says, like, I'll tell you miserable things after you are asleep. And he's like, I- I'm a confident liar, like kind of sounds like a devil. Like, yeah, head in an oven, I think is another imagery they use there. Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty like eth- ethereally spooky, you know, even without yeah. like, you know, on-, on the surface level reading that we've been doing for every song. <laughs> I know it's a- an anxiety relationship song, but, you know, it's, uh, he'll he'll eat your brains, you know.
0: Oh yeah, i uh, i spent I spent a night on the train uh, recently listening to Sleep Well, Beast, and uh, mm-hmm. nearly started crying because <laughs> Matt Berninger gets me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but uh, I assume this is like a zombie song. Well,
2: I, you know, for the national, there was a lot of choices you could have picked. I was, yeah. I was like, I could have picked Afraid of Everyone. I could have picked anybody's ghost. Uh, these are all from the same album. I could have picked "Terrible Love" because he's walking with spiders, and we were just talking about how scary spiders are. Um, I could do uh, "Blood Buzz Ohio." There's blood, and there's yeah. Ohio, and there's bees. Those are scary too. Um, mistaken for strangers, you know. You're wearing a costume. You mistake this guy for that guy. So there was a lot of uh, a lot of national picks. Uh, yeah. and zo- zombies you know there's the obvious zombie by the cranberries uh definitely probably the iconic zombie song and i always i like this uh I, I talked about how i'm like still a smashing pumpkins checking in with fan weezer's another one that i'm still like checking in with see what yeah. they're up to uh and they have a song probably from it's probably from like three years ago, but like eight albums ago. Who knows? <laughs> uh, <laughs> called uh, "Zombie Bastards," die, die, you zombie bastards. So uh, I don't know if I know that one. Uh, nobody does. Not even Weezer. They're not. They're not playing that <laughs> one. But uh, you know, so those are my my zombie songs that I've got
0: picked. Definitely, there's there's lots of good ones,
1: mm-hmm. um, you
0: know. And yeah, I don't, like I said, I just love this i love this national song so much so i was glad that you chose it and you you know yeah i'm like i've been on a binge you know matt berninger did that song with taylor swift last year and i like that one Mm -hmm. too you know there's just uh, you know great band he
2: brings he brings that that deep gravitas to anything he did a song from bob's burgers about being in the bathroom and i'm like you know yeah this does you know it's pretty haunting and memorable
0: <laughs> yeah. so yeah definitely um well let's keep on rolling along into my next pick uh which was that one the one that got away by alice cooper right.
1: i might let you live i might go
0: Another quintessential Halloween artist. I decided right. to go with, um, uh, spider songs funny enough the album's called <laughs> sure. a long game of spider which is a concept okay. album really? <laughs> and um you know song about a serial killer i think that you know just kind of it feels a little bit like you know uh, like watching like a halloween movie or like this one probably a little bit more like a nightmare on elm street just because it's a little right. bit sillier a little bit more fun um mm-hmm. And I mean, there's so many Alice Cooper songs Could have chosen Feed My Frankenstein You know mm-hmm. uh, On my last, on the last Halloween episode I did Welcome My Nightmare mm-hmm. You know, but like I don't know, I was like, let's show Newer Alice Cooper some love That's, that, I'm glad you did Yeah, Feed My Frankenstein was on my short list
2: As well yeah. um, But uh, uh, It's also not a Katy Perry song I had to look that up and uh, I kept getting The Katy Perry uh <laughs> song but uh what my uh so i like the song like you mentioned the uh the it's got a good sense of humor but i have to mention uh alice cooper my wife is from arizona and alice cooper is one of the pride of arizona musicians yes. uh he ha- has a haunted house there every year uh i'm thinking he used to have a restaurant where they would serve like giant three foot long hot dogs um i remember uh, seeing that on like the travel
0: channel or something
2: <laughs> but but i'd say the uh the the, the the Mount Rushmore of Arizona. it's like Alice Cooper. it's Jimmy Eat World. Uh, it's like the gin blossoms and the format. And if I'm forgetting anyone I am I okay fine. I don't know anything about Arizona format.
0: Is that Nate Roos Yes yeah. okay. I'm like I'm just like I want to make I did not realize they were from Arizona um, yes.
2: That's what this is when you date someone from Arizona you you, you got to learn uh, you'll
0: you learn know. everything. Yes. <laughs> you know, all the hometown heroes. Oh,
2: well, Jimmy World always throws in a lot of references to Arizona. That's and Arizona. true. Um, but yeah, this, this song has like the, the getting back to this song, like it's got those great little, like, weird Alice Cooper flares, like the phone call yeah. in the middle. Uh, like, uh, there's like the, that guitar solo towards the end yeah like, there's
0: the play on the fact that it's the one that got away which is usually <laughs> a romantic term but for him it's i'm a serial killer and you're the one that i didn't get to kill <laughs> i just like at the end he's like oh well maybe next time just very like ho-hum about it <laughs> yeah <Huh? laughs> he, he's a serial killer that's uh very like mentally stable yeah well, a healthy attitude to have alice cooper
2: you know just but, like you know there's, there's other people to kill in the sea so
0: absolutely yeah um well let's keep on rolling along into your next pick which is Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones
1: please allow me to introduce myself I'm a man of will and taste I've been around for a long time
0: which I think we should start by saying rest in peace to Charlie Watt, especially mm-hmm. because this is a big song that features his amazing drumming so much.
2: Right, yeah. Um, it's, uh, I had to pick a devil song and I just went, I'm like looking at my devil songs, I'm going big, you know. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking the biggest one they got here, you know. And um, it kind of, like, I love the devil that's portrayed in here, like gentleman devil, you know, like very uh, charming, cunning. Yeah, kind of remind. I always liked uh, the Lucifer from Neil Gaiman's Sandman's. You know, just you know, just, just like you don't know what he's quite up to. You know, just like right he's just doing this thing. Like, all right, well, you're the devil. You're tricking me somehow. It's like, no, oh, yeah, I don't know. Just leave me alone. You know, and like I feel, yeah,
0: <laughs> he's a bad dude, but like you still want to like hang out with him.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just you can't quite get a read on them. So
0: yeah definitely I you know this song has changed uh, you know I've always loved it but like the way that like I enjoy it has changed so much over the years because I've I've always loved like you said the charming devil you know that please allow me to introduce myself I'm a man of wealth wealth and taste it couldn't Mm -hmm. be a much more iconic line but I I've grown to really enjoy all the like cultural references that they threw in where you know there's sort of you know the references to like killing the the czar and like you know the romanov family and Mm -hmm. you know killing the kennedys and you're like oh you know this song is very relevant to the just like the 20th century up to that point and you know thinking like oh yeah the devil is the devil is always there
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh yeah it's uh I, I wrote in my notes it's an evil version of we didn't start the fire, <laughs> <laughs> and a better version <laughs> yes, yes. uh, um, goes back to Pontius Pilate, you know, and, and
0: exactly uh, <laughs> yeah. very uh, far yes,
2: stretching. I actually actually heard it got into my head on the radio recently too. I just heard like a snippet of it, so it could be wrong, but like they started just writing this on acoustic, and then you know kept adding adding more, you know. Yeah flair to it you know playing with the tempo adding the woo-woos you know and just making this uh evil but happy song you know just like like you mentioned the drumming the bongos and everything like that it's uh you know amazing amazing uh
0: music absolutely and there's there's just like so much to play with there are you know this isn't necessarily i think the go-to song people think of when it comes to like rolling stones covers but mm-hmm. like i think that this is kind of like the tongue-in-cheek one for metal bands to do there's like a version of motorhead doing this okay uh, there's an Aussie version of this song which are all like incredibly fun you know just mm-hmm. because like they they just kind of like amp it up and distort it a little bit hmm yeah uh yeah, I haven't I haven't heard those
2: covers to be honest. But uh, about uh, this, the Rolling Stones are also like I mean, you know, the, being the bad boys of rock. This song, among other their songs, is like credited for starting the satanic panic. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, like if you're going, we mentioned that a couple times in here, but like, you know, just in your history of Halloween, like you know, just. Uh, it just makes you think of like what things we all worked up about now that it will look
0: back quaintly. Like we look, back Oh like, yeah. You end yeah, up thinking yeah. about like all the people that were like, Oh, Led Zeppelin were sending messages to the devil. You know, right, exactly. it's like, you know, they did uh what was it? His satanic majesty was a Rolling Stones right. album, which is one of the coolest album titles, I think, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, just like, it, you know i love hearing about the satanic panic and i guess there's also a part of me that's a little disappointed that i was too young too old for it or too young i what at it. i was bo- i was born in the wrong generation i should have yeah. seen the satanic panic
2: i i didn't live through much of it you know my i i lived more through the gangster rat panic i guess yeah <laughs> um but it, it's, it's not that much fun. You kind of just want to let me, I, I kind of yeah. prefer letting musicians be musicians, but it is fun to like, to have a rebellion, but you forget that like, you know, your enemies sometimes have a lot of power, you know, yeah. and you can, like lose money or get banned. And it, then it's not as fun anymore. Like, <laughs> no, look it's... at that kind of quaintly now, but
0: yeah. It's funny, just because, like, I went to Catholic school, and I just remember, like, wanting my teachers to be like, you can't listen to Led Zeppelin so badly, but, like, most of my teachers, like, grew up with Led Zeppelin, so they were like, oh, yeah, Yeah. no, I love this band, you know? (laughs) But like, you know, that it still exists a little bit amongst younger kids, I guess, or at least it did when I was in eighth grade, where they'd be mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, you know, Marilyn Manson, you know, is a bad person. And in retrospect, they were right, but like, you know. <laughs> yeah, for the wrong reasons. You know, yeah. Not for the yeah. right. But I
2: guess I guess it's kinda a of little like that with like when that little Nas X had that video where he was the devil. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess there's kind of that again, but it's like I mean, it lasts for, like, a week now, and then nobody yeah, cares.
0: people know. make fun of it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I was listening,
2: I was asking uh, Google to play Halloween music, and Paint It Black came up a lot on Halloween lists. Uh, like yeah, I never, that's awesome. It, it does have a good uh, thing. And as far as Devil songs, again, like, Ghosts, so many to mention, but the huge, like, big ones running with the Devil, Van Halen.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Devil went down to Georgia, uh, where the Devil definitely... Game. The devil definitely wins that fiddle match In my opinion I, I would still, like a knockout Like 10 to 7 devil You know, you just like
0: Well, he was also the judge of the competition And he was mm-hmm. like, oh, you beat me uh, you,
2: know? you don't want to Yeah <laughs> Can't trust them. And uh, Friend of the Devil by Grateful Dead is another devil song I had on my list,
0: so. Yeah. There, there's so many, like you said, could just like do asterisk heavy metal genre. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> <You know? laughs> Number right. of the Beast by That's Iron true. Maiden, uh, Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath, um, you know, just a mm-hmm. million.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: but anyway, let's roll on in to my next pick, which was Lovecraft in Brooklyn by the Mountain Goats. We'll The Mountain Goats, you know, aren't necessarily, I think, a band that a lot of people think of when it comes to Halloween, but I think that they have a lot of good kind of like grotesque lyrics, even though they're doing them as like folk songs, um, because John Darnielle is like a horror fan. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, in this song, I'm not a big H.P. Lovecraft fan at all, and I like... I like the fact that this song is kind of making fun of how like racist and (laughs) anti-Semitic H.P. Lovecraft was, Uh you know. But like, it does tap into the iconic imagery that has like permeated like modern science fiction and fantasy and horror literature you know where it's like someday something's coming from way beyond the stars to put our brains in mason jars
2: i I had the mason jars line highlighted as well yeah
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and just like a lot of that sort of like darkness the i woke up afraid of my own shadow literally Mm -hmm. afraid kind of like uh Yeah, (laughs) yeah. There's lots of good. There's lots of good horror lines, even though it's not necessarily speaking about the literal horror. Mm -hmm. Yeah, paranoia. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I I didn't Lovecraft. I have not read Lovecraft. My connection here to comics as well, because I can find a connection to comics on it. Uh, So. I guess the promotional art of this featured uh, Jeffrey Lewis, who's a comic artist and a musician himself. Uh, He's a very art from like influence. Like he's very alt comics from the seventies. It's kind of like he's in his forties, not that old, but like a lot of his stuff is like very um, of that comic scene from the sixties and seventies underground stuff. He wrote, he wrote a, uh, a funny song called history of punk from 1950 to 1985 or something like that. Which is worth a listen. It's like a ten minute, like oral history of him going through like all, like punk on the Lower East Side or something like that. Oh, I'll check so that, that out. So he he did the art for I guess promoting Lovecraft in Brooklyn, and he has that yeah like you were mentioning the uh, HBO Lovecraft aesthetics, the Cthulhu and all those monsters, uh, for this promoting this uh, single.
0: Oh, that's and like it looks like that's on the Genius page, and I had I'd never seen that. Um, you know, I'm just familiar. I'm only familiar with the Heretic Pride uh, cover mm-hmm. art, but yeah, it's like, it, you know, it kind of has that classic, like, you know, kind of like it looks like it could have come out of the newspaper, right? You know, yeah, that's yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, that's nothing I would expect. <laughs> like, <but that's, laughs> Not I necessarily.
0: Like, I yeah. uh, it shows my relationship with comic books. <laughs> no, this but, is, yeah. is like my,
2: my relationship. This is, yeah. again, this is why I can't juggle the juggalos. I'm like, this is, what, what the hell is this guy <laughs> talking about? Like, I don't know. Just, I read the comic once, you know, and it stuck with me. So, um, you know, I never, I didn't have a short list of Paranoia songs, but it did sound like, you know, an upbeat, up-tempo, like somebody's watching me, the classic Rockwell with Michael Jackson song. Yeah. You know, like if I had to pick, classic Halloween paranoia songs. You could put this one up there with it, so.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of, I think that a lot of the music that I like in general is kind of paranoid and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, there's so many Mountain Goat songs that kind of have dark imagery, I. I come back to another song on this album called um, Autoclave. And the line is like, I dreamt that I was perched atop a throne of human skulls. And I'm like, oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah. anyway. I'd say, yeah, with your paranoia. Yeah, like, I mean, you can
2: see it in like the Machine Gun Kelly song we just talked about. And yeah. like, the, the first the My Chemical Romance song. Yeah, you got some paranoia in here, man. I don't know. Look into that. I'm an anxious
0: person. (laughs) Um, If if we were doing this podcast last week, I'd be sitting here on, like, the verge of a panic attack because that was my week last week. Um, Mm -hmm. But anyway, Mm -hmm. let's bring this on home with your last song, which I adore. It's Halloween by the Gaslight Anthem.
2: Yeah, I know you saw Brian Fallon. It's like one of your first concerts back or something like that. Yes. Um, and this is from like the Get Her album, which is a bit maligned. You know, people said the cover looked like a butt, um, <laughs> but I think it had some gems on it. Uh, you know, he kind of like he kind. Of, I I saw like he was interviewed and said like you know it was confusing time in general. He's not embarrassed by it, but he wouldn't make it again. I, I don't know. It feels like. I feel like, um, I feel like it's one of those albums that in a few years, people will come back and like, like it a bit more, you know, I think like, it was just like, people were just getting tired of the Gaslight Anthem, Gaslight Anthem shtick at that point, you know, so maybe like,
0: um, yeah, I remember when that album came out, like, I, I had been into the Gaslight Anthem for a few years, so I'd been looking forward to it. And then I didn't like the first single. I don't remember what it was. And then I just think, I think I, it was, was it which get one? hurt. Was it get I don't hurt? Think so. this one? I think oh. it was. I don't remember. It was like one of the slower ones, which I guess "Get Hurt" also is. Yeah. <laughs> but "Get Hurt" for a while was the only song from this album that like I would listen to. But then, like because I didn't like the first single, I didn't listen to a lot of this album and then i went back relatively recently and i was like oh there's a lot of stuff on this i really like i really love like helter skeleton i love selected poems and break your heart you know um Mm -hmm. and this song you know closing out the deluxe edition is you know it's devastating and i (laughs) love it
2: yeah um I got the deluxe edition. I didn't realize I did. And I was like listening to it. I'm like, this album is just like three songs too long. <laughs> and I realized I had the yeah, the version with like three extra songs. So like, duh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a dummy. Yeah. But I like, I like Mama's Boys is also one of the extra songs from yeah. that uh deluxe edition too. Is another one of my favorites from the album. So, I mean, you know, the Gaslight Anthems, like, you know, kind of what they're known for is it's like they're very like, ryan Fallon's like kind of overly sincere like over yeah. like very over dramatic and but like it can ge- ge- be a little sticky but man he can write hooks like the part of yeah. this where it's like who are you supposed to be it's just like this is like a throwaway song on a deluxe edition that gets stuck in your head you know oh yeah he
0: there's so many gaslight anthem like b-sides that mm-hmm. you know stick with me uh blue dahlia is one that i always go back to mm-hmm. because That's one that, like, should have been on that album, but was like a bonus track,
2: (laughs) yeah. Like, I mentioned Mama's Boys before, and like, even that EP, The Senior and the Queen, all those are like jams, you know. Um, yeah, but a, a great song, um, and it's that, like, I was talking about the different stages of Halloween people go through, you know. It's that rare song about Halloween parties in your twenties. You were talking about being in costumes and you know asking who are yeah, you supposed, supposed to be supposed to be. Right. Yeah. It's uh I know it's like a metaphor for a failed relationship and stuff yeah. like that. Um I was Which also I love. Put, <laughs> yeah, it's a great metaphor. I was also maybe considering Brilliant Disguise by Bruce Springsteen as an alternative for this people. spot. But uh, you know, it's just um yeah, it, it's just that that capturing that like those halloween parties in your 20s where you're drinking and just hanging out and people have like weird costumes
0: and it's like am i having fun i'm not sure if i'm having fun but maybe this is fun you know right or like you're looking around at everyone at the party and you're like i don't know what anyone's supposed to be and it's like i just (laughs) haven't paid attention to what people are dressing up as this year
2: yeah uh the gaslight anthem i'm glad you love it they were a band that like um I wish I was your age when when I first found out about them. You know, I wish I was 10 years younger. It's hard to, like, get into those punky feelings. You know, I want to get out and rebel when I'm, like, 29 and, like, been in a relationship for four years you know it's like it's not quite the same but it does it's a band that makes me nostalgic for you
0: know stuff i haven't lived through so it's good it's funny i wish i was slightly older when i got into the gaslight anthem because i was i was i was in high school when american slang came out which i probably could have like gone to concerts on my own but i Mm -hmm. wasn't really doing that yet and i couldn't get any of my friends to get into it um so i was like oh uh you know i like this band, but no one else does where i think if i was a little bit older i would have been like all right i'm going to see the gasoline mm-hmm. anthem
2: yeah i saw them the first time i saw them was like when like they were promoting the 59 sound i would assume at, and i saw them at terminal five which is it's an all right place but uh, <laughs> uh and so that was maybe 09 so i was like t- over twenty. 20- I don't know when the hell that was, but, uh, you know, it, it, I, just, I felt a little
0: old there. So I don't know. There was a there's a happy medium between our ages, maybe like six years <laughs> older or something like that. So. It's. It's funny. One of my one of my friends that I saw Brian Fallon with, he was telling me the first time he ever saw them, he saw gaslight opening for my chemical romance. Okay. And he's like, I hated it. <laughs> because like he's like, I was there for my <laughs> chemical romance. He's like, they grew on me and I understood it. But like at the time, I'm like, I don't get it. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like an amazing double bill to me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I saw I think Jesse Mallon opened for Gaslight Anthem there. So you know, oh, he's nice. pretty. Good. That's
0: it's a pretty solid double bill. Yeah, I saw them with Dave Haas in like oh. 2013, 2014, or so. That's
2: another one that I just I was like da- like downloading Dave Haas
0: songs today. <laughs> oh, he's he's I, so great. Yeah. yeah, he was he was an opener. I had no idea who he was, and it was just him with like an electric guitar and an acoustic guitar, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. these songs are cool.
2: <laughs> yeah it's, it's the the kind of stuff that gets on uh that station i was playing that just appeals to feels to me so <laughs> definitely
0: well let's let's wrap this up with my last song which was also halloween but by Phoebe bridgers yep.
1: go all night I used to joke that if they woke you up somebody better be dying sick of the questions I keep asking you that make you live in the past but I can count on you to tell me the truth when you've been drinking and you're wearing a mask
0: It's yep. Um, You know, modern, modern, uh, you know, the one of the biggest names in indie right now. Um, but I'd been saving the song because it came out last, last June, like June, 2020, mm-hmm. um, And I'm like, I can't put this on any other playlist besides Halloween playlist. But I remember hearing this song for the first time, I got like an advance of the album. And I heard like that line, like, oh, you know, it's easy to tell you the truth when you've been drinking and you're wearing a mask, just because like, At the moment that it came out, like, I was like, oh, this is a COVID song. And I was like, oh, wait, no, the song's called Halloween. It's about going to a party and talking to someone that's lifting their mask up to drink. Um, But Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's kind of, you know, it kind of does the same sort of thing of that Gaslight song of, you know, putting together a metaphor, you know, around the idea of dressing up in your 20s and, you know, going to Halloween parties where, you're drinking and you know yeah we you know the whole idea we could be anything you know i think that's the reason why halloween still appeals to people as they get mm-hmm. older is because it's the one night you could be you know whatever you know yeah. even if you're going to a party where like people are going to be like what are you guys are the same coin
2: these uh these two songs at the end it's a pretty uh, fitting pairing uh, you know it's like again the dead relationship metaphor uh, and Phoebe Bridger's herself. She's always in,
0: what? Oh, you, 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 like froze on me really quick, but I, I got most of that. So,
2: All right. well, she, you know, Phoebe Bridger, she's always in those skeleton outfits, you know, yes. just,
0: uh, she really
2: like little spooky uh, woman herself got into a threesome scandal. Apparently, who knows?
0: <laughs> Yeah, i yeah. i've been read i've been following that. She like, i've i've enjoyed that like throughout her career. She's done the spooky thing, you know, leaning into like, her first album had ghosts on it. Now she's doing the skeleton thing. Mm-hmm. It's all very, you know, Halloween, Halloween friendly. Even if it's just like indie folk. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's. Uh, I didn't have a ton of notes on this. Uh I, oh. Okay noted uh having connor oberst bright eyes in here another yes. fly back to those two thousand indies that i've listened to it's you know brid- bridging the gap between uh old indie fans and slightly younger indie fans you know <laughs> so, yeah and she's yeah.
0: done a lot with um matt berninger
2: from the national too oh, okay. so, I-, I haven't yeah. listened to much of her yet but it seems like it's on my radar. I'll get around to it. And sometime when she's like not cool anymore, that's probably when I'll
0: figure. (laughs) I, I, I highly recommend it. Uh, she, she, you know, the, she's got two albums. They're both very fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but cool. Well, Rory, this was incredibly fun. Uh, I know we named so many songs, but do you have any honorable mentions of something, uh, any honorable mentions off the top?
2: I will. Yes. I will go with, the Killing Moon, Echo and the Bunny Man. Uh, okay. I will go with My Boyfriend Builds Coffins, Florence and the Machine. <laughs> uh, I have Bad Out of Hell, Meatloaf. Um, uh, Superstition, Stevie Wonder. Uh, Psycho Killer, Talking Heads. And kind of a stretch, I'll go Uma Thurman, Fall Out Boy, because they do the uh, the Munsters riff in that.
0: Oh, too. yeah, they do. That's a, that's a good one. Um, so that that's I think all I've
2: got. <laughs> I hope I mentioned everyone's favorite Halloween song uh, <laughs> if I didn't I don't
0: know I'm sorry <laughs> uh, it, it happens um, what should we go out on
2: um, let's go with uh, go out on superstition
0: Stevie Wonder that's a fun uh, bounce to that so yeah all right cool I'm gonna
1: there is- This has been a Lughole Podcast.